All right, Storm fans, I want to thank you all for tuning in again. Uh, I think you guys are going to know who our guest is today. Uh, he's going to be helping me out on the podcast. Let's give a big welcome to Mr. Hunter Risen. Hunter, Happy New Year, and I'm glad, I'm glad to have you back on. Indeed. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas, all that. Happy holidays, man. Yeah, how'd your, how was your Christmas and New Year? It was good. Um, Christmas, spent that with the fam. Uh, okay. My grandma had came out uh, to Arizona. She's okay. she's in Kansas City. She lives in Kansas City, Missouri. So uh, she had came out, spent some good time with her and my mom, our cousins. And then New Year's, just spent that with my girl. Uh, just uh, went downtown over here, just grabbed a bite to eat, yeah. had a couple of drinks. But it was a good time. It was a good yeah, time. Good. good. How about you? Oh, uh, it was good. Uh, celebrated Christmas on the 23rd. Uh, family nice. had some family had to work on Christmas Day, unfortunately, but had some nice brisket. Nice. Right, know, right around the smoker. So that was that was pretty fun. Uh-huh. That's spent, awesome. Spent all New Year's Eve and New Year's Day just watching football. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Hey, Storm fans, um, anybody listening, we do want to remind you guys that if you haven't sponsored yet, you could help be a sponsor. You see all these nice little logos around the around <laughs> the side here. You can that can be your logo. Um, and so just want to remind you guys of that. Um, also want to take a real quick moment to remind everybody that we do have cheer and dance tryouts coming up. Um, Ooh, that's cool. Yeah. Go ahead and send your uh, audition tapes in to DC Diamond 123 at Gmail. Um, those are due on the 19th coming up here in about two weeks. So um, got a chance to be a professional cheerleader, dancer here in Southwest Kansas. Go ahead and uh, uh Send those in, email Val, get a little bit more information. Um, so, Hunter, I know we kind of talked about it yesterday. Um, college football. Yes, sir. The, uh, um, I know around here, we kind of, last week, we kind of talked about the KU game beating UNLV. Um, mm-hmm. And then we hadn't, K State hadn't played yet. Um, I don't know if you got to watch much of that game or not. No, I didn't. I didn't get to watch much of that game. Um, I really just watched the the bowl games, the playoff games. Okay. So let's talk Michigan, Alabama in the Rose Bowl. Yeah. Um, you have any thoughts on it? I I thought I my my first thought and the thing I thought from the get go was Michigan got a lot of breaks. Mm-hmm. And then I agree. Uh, I thought their D line played really really well. Bama's D line. Uh, Michigan's. Michigan's D line. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree. I think. Uh, I wrote down a couple of things. I think uh, what you said is correct. You know, Michigan does get breaks, but at the end of the day, you know, football, that's just how it goes. It's the game of inches, you know. So sometimes you can't leave it to that, you know, that small margin of error. Most likely it's not going to come out your way. No, but, I, uh, I just noticed, like, during the game, like, you know, we used to always call it this at Michigan State. It's third down, money down, you know, and yeah. – like if you look at it compared to the Washington game versus this game, two field goals make such a large difference. But yeah. it's it's how those field goals are like intricated into the flow yeah. of the game. You know, when, when Washington was getting their field goals, you know, it was furthering the margin matter. You know, it was yeah. okay, we're gonna put up an extra three, extra three. So this yeah. going now we're up fifteen. Now we're up sixteen. Yeah, Bama was in the fight getting settling for field goals. Michigan was yeah. going to get touchdowns. They, was, they yeah. was putting up six. So, you know, at the end of the day, they still brought it to overtime. But I just look at it like, you know, if Bama 
would have turned one of those possessions because probably not the one right before half. You know, you got to yeah. just, you know, you just got to get the yeah, field goal exactly. before half. But, you know, one of those possessions turned into an actual touchdown. You got a different game, you yeah. know. So third yeah. down, money down, man. You got to you got to be able to stay on the field. That's what we always that's what we called it when I was helping coach college. Um, mm-hmm. I was my my senior year because I was a student coach. Mm-hmm. Senior year, we were not great on third down. Record displayed that. Um, can't get off the, you can't can't make a possession last a little bit longer and right. can't get off the field on, on defense it makes a big difference huge um, difference I, i'll say i was i was impressed with the fight that michigan showed especially at the end i did like honestly watch i want me personally i wanted michigan to win yeah me too me too uh, it hurts I, me to kind of say that though yeah I, I mean, <laughs> but um i mean i don't know everybody can say what they want to about um, whether Alabama should have been that in or not. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, they've had their run, though, at the yeah. end of the day. You know, it's not like Nick is, Nick is like, you know, uh, he's needing, you know, like without wins, you know. Yeah, so exactly. at the end of the day, they've had their runs. I, I think it's good that Michigan's back, you know, kind yeah. of in this, you know, top team, you know, best mm-hmm. in the country. I think that's good. Just yeah. I'm from Michigan, so I know that the city is just, you know, yeah. booming. So, oh, yeah. And then, Later that night, got to watch a what honestly I thought wasn't going to be a great Sugar Bowl game partway yeah. through it, and yeah. then turned into something great. Um, right? <laughs> it was a shootout, wasn't it? Yeah, it was thirty-seven, thirty-one. Mm-hmm. See, the I, thing about that one is like, and like I said, it's just I think it just followed kind of the stereotypical. You know, you got a Big Twelve team, and you also got a Pac twelve team. You know, that's that's high pace, high scoring, you know, a lot of energy, you know, no huddle, things like that, you know, it, it's going. I don't think, you know, kind of looking ahead, I don't think Michigan gives up that many points. I, I know. Don't. I mean, and that's what I have it wrote down about the championship game. Mm-hmm. Um, that they, Vegas has Michigan a four and a half point favorite. Um, I they, don't, have, they have Michigan four and a yeah. half. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'd be, I mean, I, I, th- I think I'd be a little surprised if it got, if it was that close. Yeah. To be um, honest. I think I think where Michigan wins this and Washington probably loses it is defense usually de- good defense will be a good offense. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if that Michigan pass rush can do what they did to Alabama, if they do that to Washington, I don't I don't I don't really see Washington being able to put up those kind mm-hmm. of points. I still see not that I not nothing against Washington's defense. I just don't see him standing up to right. And and the, to be honest, they won't even have that the ball that much. You know, yeah. time of possession is huge. I mean, looking back at the game, I'm trying to think. JJ had a good game, the quarterback for Michigan. He still, yeah. you know, he he had some. He probably had threw over for like 200. Yeah, so, 221. I actually got it right. 221. 221. Okay, yeah. perfect. So. See, he still threw for two hundred. I don't think I don't think that Alabama quarterback. He, I think he barely clipped a hundred. Yeah, one sixteen. So it's like, at the end of the day, you know, it's a tougher brand of football. Yeah, but Michigan can still throw the ball if they need to. Yeah. You know, if if they need to air it out, if they need to go deep, if they need to go across the middle, they can. So I think overall, Michigan is the best team in the country. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, any any given day, you know, a team yeah, can get exactly. Beat. So if they come prepared and, and Michigan isn't and they execute better, they're yeah. gonna win the game. So yeah, exactly. I mean, mm-hmm. and that's the thing, I think, you know, there's a lot of talk whether um Washington's quarterback should have got the Heisman. I think so, dang near. What do you think? I me personally, I think so. Um, yeah. I I've always I've never really liked that it's handed out 
before any of the bowl games are played. Right, though. Because, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, because I think to be the best player in college football, and I think that a lot of times it's come down to the best player on the best team gets it more times than not. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't agree with that because um, I, I think there's been times that there's the best player not in the country has been a in defense. the national championship, right? Mm-hmm. Or been a defensive player. They just don't defense players don't always get the sacks. But if you're a good defense player, they're going to probably run away from you, throw away from you. Exactly. So, exactly. Um, but I think also that the best player in the country shows up in big games. Absolutely. And, you know, even even if a team goes, let's say six and six, they may still have the best player. But there, it's what would that team be without that player? That player, absolutely, absolutely, I agree. But you know, college football, the brand of it, like you know, it's. I think it's also marketing in a way. You oh, know, yeah. when you when you have those big time players and those big time games, it's like, all right, well, most likely we're gonna we're gonna give it to them. So when people are watching these games, they're knowing, oh, this is the Heisman winner, this is the Heisman contender, or yeah. whatever the case may be. So there's there's definitely marketing to it. But I agree that defensive players should get a lot more love. It's just it's yeah. just how the world works with this football stuff. <laughs> no, and you think several years back and. You know, people can say what they want to about him personally. I'm not necessarily a big fan of who he is as a person, but mm-hmm. Monica and Sue was a force for number Oh, man. Oh, like, man. And I mean, <laughs> a, a dog. Yeah, I was, I was in high school when he was he was playing, and I was just like, man, that 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 guy's a dude. His his yeah. his little stint with the Lions, like yeah. he was truly a, a force to be reckoned with. Yeah. Nasty, you know, chippy. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, like, you know, you do have to keep it within the parameters of the game. You got to be respectful. But uh, I'm not going to lie, like, I haven't had a couple guys on my team, and I was glad that they were on my team, yeah. you know? No, so. yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think that's what makes – I don't know. I think we're getting to a point in football where we're getting a little – I won't say soft, but – Yeah, it's um, – it's Aaron Rodgers touched on it. Tom Brady touched yeah. on it. I mean, I think yeah. it was huge when Tom had said – no, it was Aaron – Aaron has said, you know, back in the day, like receivers had to know how to protect themselves rather than yeah. it being the DB's responsibility. Yeah. And coming up, my dad used to always tell me certain things on how to take a fall to not, you know, hurt your shoulder, mm-hmm. kind of roll with it. Or, you know, when you see him coming up on the sideline, step out of bounds. Like, yeah. you're not going anywhere. You know what I'm saying? You're going to take unnecessary hits. They add up, you know. So yeah. I think that has left the game. Mm-hmm. So because it's it's so much emphasized on the defense having to do it yeah. at the end of the day, like it, it's got to be a responsibility to protect yourself. As yeah, well. I think. So, yeah, I think it should fall on both sides. Exactly. Um, you know, I don't like the targeting. I think that was a good rule implementing. In. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For but sure. The rough in the passer, all the things that. Yeah. If like I, I saw a video, it was like, well, what happens if you hit the quarterback? Like, well, it's rough in the pass. What yeah. happens if you. Hit him too hard, roughing the passer. <laughs> Hit him low. Well, you can't tackle low. The the <laughs> what if you throw him to the ground, roughing yeah. the passer? Like truly, yeah. so it, it's it's hard for defensive players nowadays. So yeah. I give them I give them props. Yeah, I mean, lucky for you, you've been on the offensive side, so you right, got enjoying exactly. all the glory, right? No, you're right. Since since high school, I haven't I haven't stepped back on the defensive side. Yeah. So no, no, um, no. I know that uh, we got. A lot of people think, man, we still got three months till you guys, you guys are here in, in Southwest Kansas, but I mean, that's 
three months is going to fly by. Three months flies. Like it's, it sounds, it sounds, you know, super, super drawn out, you know, or a, a long time away. But at the end of the day, it's three months, you know, keep your head down. You focus if you, you know, prepare, take that seriously. You're going to look up and it's going to be here. Yeah. You know, the know. last thing you want to do is be like, oh, I got so much time. And then yeah, all exactly. of a sudden it's here and you're not ready. So still think instead of thinking, man, I still got three months. man. I only have three months. <laughs> exactly. 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 But, exactly. Um, I think I think we have two preseason games scheduled out. I didn't I didn't see two. I thought I, was, I thought it was only one, but I, oh, I, I don't know. There's a little bit of there's still some trying to get all that scheduled out. Right. Like together. We might be going on the road for one mm-hmm. a little bit earlier. Um, and I'm sure that with it being so early after you guys get here, I'm sure that there'll be, it's going to be probably quick whistles, all that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, for sure. And then the 20th of April, um, I, th- I don't remember. I don't remember for hosting Wichita or Iowa. Mm-hmm. We'll get a li- little, we'll get a little bit of luck at our, one of our in-division rivals Nice on nice. that one. Um, and so I know that we're going to try to make that a, all about the family mm-hmm. out there. Let them kind of meet all you guys and whatnot. That'd be awesome. That's gonna be awesome. Fans um, matter, man. Yo, yeah, no, fans I mean, super important, man. If if we don't have fans, I mean, it's gonna be it's, a it's gonna be a boring game. Exactly, exactly. It's all a balance. You know, you don't have a game without coaches. You don't gotta have have a game without players, fans. All everything matters, man. Every every part of it. So, and on that, like like Hunter saying. Everybody matters. Um, I do want to give a big shout out to a couple of the sponsors that we have gotten so far. Um, Dodge City Dental Care been awesome um, sponsoring all of our players. Um, and I know I'm not going to be able to name all of them, our sponsors, so I'm not going to try. But um, that I know that um, we've had a lot of sponsors that have put a lot of belief and trust in what this team is going to be um, mm-hmm. and what we're doing this year. Um, if you guys can see in the background a little bit of this today um we have that is our arena and actually i want to show everybody a little bit of a video just a little bit of a sneak peek it is not all the way done but united uh, united wireless arena united wireless yep and here is just a little bit of sneak peek for everybody what um our arena looks like and what um what our entire venue looks like good parking That's just a little bit of a sneak peek of what everybody has to be looking forward to. Oh, um, yeah. And so, I mean, I like a lot of people don't understand that even though we are, we're a little bit small. We have, we're going to have one of the better 
venues to play in. Oh man, absolutely. That's a beautiful venue. That's a beautiful it's not, venue. It's not too big, not too small. Mm-hmm. So we're so you can hear the fans, you know, when they're there, you know, it's yeah. feeling close, it's feeling engaging. Absolutely. Yeah, I was telling uh, RG and Pat last week on the podcast that uh, I actually, when I was at college at Panhandle State, one of the coaches that coached with me, he uh, played and coached in uh, the league that we used to be in. Mm-hmm. And he said that by far that was the worst one to play or coach in. Mm-hmm. He said where the where they put the where we put the away team, the sound bounces straight into their. Uh, <laughs> he said, "He said I don't know if it was built with that in mind, but, right? Is that in mind? Hey, we don't use it to our advantage. Yeah, <laughs> it, it does it. And he said that when you're out on the field trying to coach them up, it's, it's almost impossible when the fans get going. I love it. So, love it. Um, but no. Uh, so something else I kind of mentioned I want to talk to you about. Yeah, um, you played you played a lot of football in your in your day." Absolutely. Um, what's been your favorite offensive scheme to play in, or even just what is your favorite os- offensive scheme from a from a potential coaching standpoint someday? Definitely, uh, I, I gave this some thought. Anything, you know. Obviously, I'm a receiver, so I'm gonna be biased. Yeah. You know, of ten personnel, eleven personnel. Okay. Yeah. You know, you're gonna have receivers on the field. Mm-hmm. But regardless, because this can be ran out of ten or eleven, any type of three by one. Okay. Yep. Whether it's attached or not, I would probably say is my favorite. You can get mm-hmm. to so many things. So mm-hmm. like, and and you can do it like you know formation into the boundary. You can overload mm-hmm. it if you need. So, say if you got three by one, you take this guy that's inside. He mm-hmm. gonna motion him across. All of a sudden you got doubles. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And then if you got three by one, you can also say if you got a back in the field, you motion him out. A simple motion. Now you're an empty. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Or if you want to get that X involved, you can motion him across. You can run a screen over here and you got three blockers, you know? Yeah. Or it, there's just so many things. And then on three by one, you got flood concepts, you got stick concepts, you got seams, verticals, you got all types of things really. And then on top of that, I would say the ability to have the tight end on the ball, off the ball, mm-hmm. detached, attached, that just creates a lot of problems for the defense when you can do that yeah. because Simply if that tight end's unattached or if, or if he's just off the ball, he can just move to the side. And that's going to change the whole strength of the formation. Yeah. You know, and it's a quick it's a quick motion. It's really quick. So I'd say anything three by one and 11 personnel, 10 personnel. And if I had to say a play specifically, uh, it would probably be it would probably be Connie switch. And we used to run this at Michigan State. Mm-hmm. And I, we, we used to run it all the way down the field. Okay. So what would happen was we would line up probably in trips mm-hmm. because teams got used to it. We would line up in trips and we would motion our number three, you know, to the other side, he'd become the number two. So we're all of a sudden in doubles. The whole concept of it is number two was running a quick Oki route, five yards. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's locked. That's, that's stamped. If, if that corner out there sits though in cover two, you can turn around before you run into him. Yeah. But, they're running that on the outside. The number ones, they're running a circus route. Dive in for five, mm-hmm. up for 10, out for five. You, you know what I'm saying? Okay, break yeah, to the yeah. corner, break to the corner, the circus route. They used to give us an option, though, to where if you come in on this dive and you get vertical and you see that corner is in cover three, 
you're not going to run that corner into them. You mm-hmm. can curl up. You can sit in that hole. It's it's wide open every time. Say say if he comes down on the oaky, run your corner. You're you're running away from the safety. You're wide open. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, the the play worked all the way down the field. Like yeah. I, I loved it. I loved it. So yeah. So for our fans that don't understand what three by one is, <laughs> that's, uh, three receivers to one side, one on the other. Yeah. Um, and then when we're talking 10, 11 personnel, the first number talks about backs. Second number talks mm-hmm. about tight ends. So if it's 10, one back, no tight ends. 11, one back, one tight end. Yeah, that football knowledge, you got it. Yeah, I got a little bit. <laughs> Sometimes you got to explain a few things. Absolutely, but, absolutely. No, uh, I mean, yeah. <clears throat> so, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw you for one, though. Okay, okay. If you, have to run, if you had to run one running concept, what would it be? If I had to run one running concept. Power. Power, okay. Power. Yeah. See, power, I'm more, man. <laughs> I, 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 get, I get the power. I do like it. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying I don't like it. What I'm more of a, I want the triple option. Mm. It's so hard to defend. It is. It is. You, it is. you don't have to have, you don't have to go out and get those stud receivers. You can, Facts. you can get big line or big uh, tight ends mm-hmm. and using those receivers. They only have to catch the ball three, four times a game. Exactly. And if they're getting the ball thrown to them, it's probably they're wide open. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or it's big bodying up in the red zone, something like that. Yeah, exactly. But I agree. That that option is is super tough to stop. Yeah. And that's why I think, you know, Alabama relied on, you know, that quarterback, you know, doing a lot of his option, a lot of his running. I think he had like 20 attempts on the ground. Like, yeah. No, he had a lot. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. It's hard to stop because they still almost won the game with it. Yeah, and I think I think what's hard about when you have a good I wouldn't say necessarily a good running quarterback, but a, a big running quarterback. Mm-hmm. Somebody that's you know, maybe not not blazing fast, but big legged. Not like a not like a Lamar, but more yeah. so like a Cam. Yeah. Or like a you yeah. know. Yeah. They, sure. uh, what makes it hard is you're basically tr- you're still you're trying to tackle a fullback. Right. That has the speed of a mid-level halfback. Mm-hmm. Like so a Josh Allen. Yeah. And so you're – and then if you bite in on that, pass it wide open. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, I am I learned everything from a defensive standpoint. So it's like no matter what you do, you're wrong because you start <laughs> – Right. We got something for it. <laughs> you know, you, well, there's the run. Well, you start biting on the run. You put you put eight in the box. Right. It's over. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know you haven't played defense for a while. Um, what, uh, my stuff. what, uh, we'll start with what's the toughest, like defensive personnel you've had to face or what's the hardest one to prepare for? Uh, to be honest, I wouldn't say one's like hard to prepare for. I think you just gotta know what you gotta do when they coming in It's cover zero. It's a lot of cover one. Yeah. You gotta win, dude. Like, mm-hmm. you know, when you come into those weeks and those matchups where, all right, they run a lot of cover three, cover two, cover six. They're zone beaters at the end of the day. Yeah. You know, you're going to practice those all week. The The scout team, the practice team is going to give you a good look. You're going to know where they're going to be at. You're going to do your film study, and you're going to know where they're going to be at most likely unless they throw a little switch, but you make, yeah. make adjustments. When it's man, when it's cover one, cover zero, you got to get open. There's, there's no other if ands, or buts to it. You know, you're not going to get the ball if you're not getting open. You're not going to help the team if you're not getting yeah. open. So you got to – 
you know, work your press release. You got to stack. You got to stay vertical. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? You got to get to your depth, stuff like that to, you know, to help the team win at the end of the day. Because a lot of guys struggle against press man coverage, you know, for that exact reason, because yeah. they're used to going against zone. So I would think that it's not a more so just it's it's the toughest, but you got to be in that mindset. Like, I got to go win today. You know, That's, at the end of at, when facing a man, it's all. That you one on one. It's just one on one. It's one on one. The tougher team's gonna end up end up winning. Exactly. Even if you know, I've seen it where, you know, coaching here, smaller school, we may not have the most athletic kid on the field, but if we have a kid that is gonna run his routes hard every single time, it's exactly. gonna wear the defender down. Exactly. And all it takes is one time. All it takes is one time. That's what sucks about in defense. You could you could you could have 80 plays and play it right 79 times hey. you're gonna look <laughs> you bad because you got beat one time exactly corner looking in the backfield all of a sudden yeah. it's 80 yards past yeah. you that's all they're gonna remember that's, i mean that's the thing that i preached all my every db i ever coached keep your eyes on your man if yeah. you're a man keep your eyes on me on your man if the ball's to the other side that is not do your job absolutely you know, if you know we play eight man so i'm like you know do your one eight if mm -hmm. if the other seven guys aren't doing their job we're not going to be mad at you. You're still going to get yelled at because you let you <laughs> We're not mad at you. Um, uh, if you were to if you were to become a defensive coordinator someday, mm -hmm. and you had the ideal ideal person personnel, who would what would you run? Hmm. It would vary based on you know who we're facing. It would, yeah. but. I would probably go. I like the vibe of just a regular four three when you're able to kind of switch to that nickel dime package. I like having a, a solid nickel that can play up on that slot, get yeah. hands on him, come up, play, uh, play the run. You know, I love that because that adds a whole different dimension to your game. When you got a Buddha Baker or, a, you know, uh, when when he was in his elite prime at LSU, like a Tyron Matthew, they yeah. can come down and play in the box, deliver, still cover. That that has problems for for offense. So yeah. I would probably say that that four three nickel dime type package, having a having a stud at that position, okay. uh, definitely, definitely. Yeah. See that's so that's that's why I like the three four because you got the outside the outside linebackers. Really, you could depending on what what down distance you're in, what pattern mm -hmm. you're in. You can either have a basically two stand, two extra stand up DNs, right? Or you could have two extra uh, nickel safeties in there that are naturally, you know, yeah. athletic and naturally yeah. can do those. Yep, absolutely. And that's, and that's what we ran my last year when I was there at Panhandle, and we we had we had a good scheme. We just didn't have the kids that to compete against the teams we were playing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then like, but we 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 also ran fire zone behind it. So basically, mm. what that is is. Um, wherever you're blitzing from, you blitz 75, 80% of the time, wherever you're blitzing from, one of your uh, safeties comes down yeah. and covers. Because we ran we ran a lot of cover three, cover six. Yeah. So we had three high. Um, we gave the two high look as long as we could and replaced – generally, uh, generally we placed strong safety down. Yeah, yeah. So um, just because they're a little better tackler. Absolutely. Safety, read it a little bit. That backer going to blitz the safety, come yeah. down, take his responsibility. Yeah. Because yeah. we would, we'd blitz, we'd take, send the three defensive linemen, and generally we would send two linebackers from somewhere. Yeah. Um, whether it's same side, opposite sides, or they crossed over, 
we had my favorite my favorite package that we had in that. Um, I think it was our third install was um, we had ammo bomb and cannon cross. And so what those were was ammo cross was you your inside backers crossed on the guard away from the back. Yeah. Bomb they crossed on the side to the back. Mm-hmm. And cannon was sent our nose to one of the B gaps, had our inside backers cross over the center. Mm. So he, so he he rapping and then yeah, they crossing. Rapping, Ooh, right? I like that action. I like that. <laughs> yeah. it, we uh I'm not gonna say where from because <laughs> we, were, we were playing a team that was we were we were not real great. Uh-huh. Uh, we went two and nine that year, mm-hmm. but we had the at the time. I think they were number four. Either I don't remember if they were number fourteen, number twenty four. Nation team in the nation D two, oh, and we had them on the ropes because we could. Their all American center could not pick up where any yeah. and couldn't make the calls because we would wait until the ball was snapped and then. Yeah, uh-huh. three different guys going, and it looks like they're coming in two gaps. It's, exactly. You, you're right. thinking that, you know, the nose, probably the center's thinking the nose. Okay, this is my responsibility. Yeah. He goes to the other gap. That's good. That initial action of it, just him yeah. going that way a quick second, that's all it takes. And then all yeah. of a sudden, you know, on, on that other yeah. shoulder. So I agree. Yeah. I agree. That was probably, we were, that probably did damage. Yeah. We were up on him 24 21 going in the third or going in the fourth. Mm-hmm. And then. They're, they're athletes, kind of athletes. Kind of. Uh, it happens sometimes. Yeah. It does. No, it does. Um, no, that, but I mean, that's why I like the three, four. Absolutely. Absolutely. But, when, yeah. when you're like in those kind of lower levels, like college, high school, you know, sometimes talent can, you know, kind of overtake yeah. at yeah. the end of the day, recruiting and stuff. Like, not until you get into those professional realms where you're like, all right, everybody is good. Everybody can yeah. do something, you know? So, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, you think about it. What is it? The NFL has fifty-three man rosters. Yeah. So thirty-two teams. That's about fifteen hundred players. Yeah. Total. Out of how many thousands and thousands coming out every year, and there's not that many retiring. They're getting cut. Yeah, absolutely. And so, absolutely. You know, there's only you know probably four or five spots open per team. Real talk. Yeah. Real talk. And so, like, and like Pat and I mentioned last week, like guys that we're bringing on to this team, including yourself, like are guys that have the talent that can play. Absolutely. I tell, man, I tell, I tell people all that all the time that there's so many guys that are deserving of an opportunity, have the talent, have put the work in, but it's just so limited of spots. You know, that's why I'm so grateful for the AFL, for, you know, these these other leagues that are starting to, you know, get built upon because it's giving guys opportunities to play this game that, you know, they love, but also Mm -hmm. like they deserve to be a professional in this realm, you know, and you got baseball, you got the minors, you got overseas, you got, you know, different things like that. Then hockey, you also got the lower levels, you know, soccer you got over that it's more popular over there you know basketball you got the g league you got overseas as well you know Mm -hmm. and we do have german leagues you know the the uh, canadian of course but there's very limited opportunities to play football as a professional like you look at like let's let's take soccer for example because it's so popular Mm -hmm. you look at respected leagues in the nation or in the country or in the the world Mm -hmm. european league is yeah. the top the premier league is the top yeah but under the premier league you have seven different relegations 
seven yeah. levels. The Spanish league, very well respected. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, French Italy, they're they're respected. The MLS, you know, they're they're not super highly respected, but you still have guys coming back. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, As in football, yeah, and like football, the NFL's the top, and you probably had the CFL. Yeah. And then after that, it's like, oh, you, oh, cool, you're going overseas, like, right? Oh, <laughs> right. Uh, when they're when they're doing it, you know, it's like, oh, he's a pro, like, oh, yeah, like, yeah exactly. you know, when we do it, it's like, oh, he didn't, he's not in the NFL, so yeah. he's not a professional, like, yeah, it's, no, it's, no. it's hard, man. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, like like you said, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of glad, kind of disappointed that the USFL and XFL are now the same thing. Yeah, um, yeah. I did, I didn't like that. Because you're losing out on probably like 400 roster spots, man. Yeah, and like I, I, I get why they came together. It's probably easier financially. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't blame blame them for doing that, but I wish that there was ne- not necessarily ne- necessarily a developmental part of it, mm-hmm. but another league that's at that same level for those guys, right? And you know, and that's why that's why I was so happy that the AFL's coming back because man, you're gonna have. We have guys that are going to be, and not just on our team, but right. You're going to have very, very talented guys. Like that's what I was telling people too. Like don't, don't Mm -hmm. think this is going to be a a off brand of football. Like football is so hard to be able to play at this time that you're going to get guys that are from NFL camps. You know that you know from big time D1s you know mm-hmm. all types of things you're going yeah, you're going to um, get good guys so i'm excited yeah, I mean, man i'm kind of where our season falls too is if you know we have guys if teams have guys that get hurt or you know get in trouble and mm-hmm. end up you know mutually parting ways mm-hmm. you know there's going to be guys that went undrafted that are sitting there waiting for a spot and it's like hey you mean i can come play football right now? let's go right i can get film play ball you know yeah. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do right. it, man. So, no, I mean it's it's gonna be it's gonna those of you fans that don't understand what this level's getting ready to be. It's it's gonna be very fast paced. I feel uh, like it's gonna boom. I really do. I really do. I think just with the media coverage of it, you mm-hmm. know, the fact that it's already a well known brand, it's something new, it's something spicy. You know, like yeah. at the end of the day, that's that's what takes it off. You know, and it's gonna be a good product. It's going to be well represented. Um, it's professional. It's classy. Yeah. So at the end of the day, I think this is going to be a very, very yeah. successful season. I'm looking forward yeah. to it. Just no, for the whole league, you know. Yeah. No. I mean, you know, obviously we we want to be the ones holding the trophy. Going down <laughs> of course. Of course. <laughs> uh, holding the uh, arena bowl trophy, but you know, I think that it at the end of the day is going to be what it's going to be what fans have been missing. Yeah. And yeah. We are, it's going to be something that everybody can hang their hat on and say, Hey, this was, this was a good year. This was fun. Right. This is fun to come to the games, enjoy the players, you know, all that stuff, man. It's, it builds community too. So exactly. And so, um, you know, again, I don't want to sound like a dead horse, but um, this is not something you guys want to miss. This is something that I promise um, if you guys want to get in on the ground floor, of this um, sponsor, we have all kinds of packages um, and then something else. For those, if you want a chance to actually meet Mr. Hunter Rising, talk to him face to face. We are looking for a media intern. Um, any high school, college age kid that's going to be in the southwest Kansas area, hit me up at media um, And if you are interested, we will be. We are looking for a media intern for the year. Um, like I said, if you're interested, 
hit us up. We will get you guys um, uh, with what that all entails. Um, Absolutely. Excited to have you, whoever it is, you know. Yeah, no, it's going to be going to be fun. We are, we're still looking for quite a few. We're still looking for a handful of people to help us out on the ground floor of this deal too. Right. So, I mean, just cause I'm playing doesn't mean I can't help, man. Yeah, I, I give, I give honest opinion and, you know, yeah. honest yeah. feedback. So yeah, no, but we're, we're, we're excited about what this year is going to come to. Um, glad that 2024 is starting off with a bang. Um, I mean, Hunter, you got anything else you want to tell the fans before we head off of this deal? Man, uh, Nothing much, but I'm just looking forward to getting going. Can't wait to meet y'all. Can't wait to get out there. Uh, you know, I, I enjoy my my job here, but trust and believe I'm <laughs> I'm itching to get over there. <laughs> I can't wait to play some Oh, so I think about 90 days till you guys report. Yep, 90 days. So it's gonna be. Uh, I, I appreciate y'all, and like I like he said, you don't want to miss this. This is gonna be a good product. Um, we're going to be a good team, man. I can't wait to, you know, just get rolling and, and meet everybody, you know, finally put, you know, face to names and, and, and all that good thing. So uh, I appreciate you for having me on. Of course. And, um, you know, happy holidays to everybody. Yep. Well, for everybody, we want to wish you a happy new year and we are ready to see what this storm season has for us.